everybody and welcome to Between Plays. All right, uh, the market has been absolutely horrible lately. Um, look, uh, <laughs> basically, if you're not in the right companies right now, it's, um, it's going to hurt. It's definitely going to hurt. That's for sure. Uh, there are some companies that right now might not be doing so well but long-term strategy should pay off over time naturally this is not financial advice this is my opinion of course um let's take a look at a few of those companies that i have out there that i'm thinking about so i was taking a look at um, global star over the years and basically who like which other companies out there that have more low orbit low earth orbit satellites and stuff like that not many uh, when it comes to private comp like public companies but when it comes to companies so gsat i'm thinking long term um it, it's, it's gonna pay off uh you know they're with qualcomm qualcomm set them up in the very beginning i mean this is um global star and qualcomm go way back and the cdma technology and the whole nine yards so i'm not really too worried about gsat in the long run Another company that is doing not so well. And, you know, we got to like, we have to look at it for what it is. CloudMD. CloudMD was played really hard. There was a, a lot of interviews that were happening at the time. There was a lot of hype. I mean, we had the pandemic. Everybody's in front of a screen. Um, <clears throat> we got retail investors flooding the market. And what do you have? You have this amazing app that comes out. Cloud practices were bought out. You know, you go from um, Premier Health, changes name. There's excitement around it. It goes from, you know, PremierHealth.cn. It goes to CloudMD and uh, on the Venture Exchange. So what, do you, what can you say? I mean, it, it was played. I mean, look at if you go and look at the chart, go, take it to, go just look at the chart, and you're going to see how that spike happened. Now, that being said, Go look at Teladoc. <laughs> go look at WellHealth. Right? If you go look at these companies, you're going to see that there's spikes in all of them. Teladoc was really, really high. It's also coming down low. Um, you got to give it for what it is. Now, CloudMD is a very interesting long-term strategy play. Their app, the technology that they have, is... Um, there's not many out there that are like it. Now, you know, when you look at companies like WellHealth, uh, that you know are mostly a um, pure play uh, telehealth company, well, they've adapted. They realize, and I saw this in an interview. They had Dialog, CloudMD, and they had um, WellHealth, and they were all speaking. Um, they were all on. Uh, uh, Doctor Hamza was on too, and everything like that. You can go and look it up. Just look for uh, Dialog. Uh, CloudMD and um, WellHealth interview. Go watch this interview. If I find it, I'll put it up on the screen over here, uh, or I might put up in the Twitter. Well, I'll put up here and on Twitter, here and Twitter. Okay. So if you go look at that, you're going to see that the CEO of WellHealth says that you know he they they realized that there was a problem you know here that if they see people in the telehealth, but then they have to refer them to a clinic, they might end up referring them to a clinic that has telehealth. So why would you have to go back to WellHealth? Well, WellHealth got rid of the, you know they they adapted, and you know they went and got clinics and stuff like that. So they understand the importance of having clinics, you know, footprint clinics on the ground. Now, CloudMD has had this one centric, you know, um, you know, full body long term care patient, patient, you know, one stop shop idea since the beginning all right uh, and this goes back many years before even being cloudmd that's why their app is so um good uh, adaptable for the future and stuff like that which puts cloudmd in a very good spot over the next 10 to 20 years i say that because it's the type of stock that is gonna it's a, dis a disruptive sector stock so it's gonna take time for that to come about. So if you take a look at Amazon, look at it in the 1990s, they didn't go to what they were overnight. 
it took them a good 10 to 15 to 20 years to get to where they are today. Now, I'm not comparing, but I am talking about disruptive sectors. Disruptive sectors take time. So you had Teladoc, that's why people were playing in the beginning, it was shot up, it was a, a big one in the first, and then you had Well Health, and then you have CloudMD, but CloudMD for me still stays a company that has long-term potential. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take you to some other stocks that I find that have been doing really amazingly well support-wise uh, through these times. Now, we see that we have the Paris Accord Agreement at this moment, <clears throat> And we have the world shifting over to um, decarbonization. The EV sector is just going crazy. You should look back at the interview with uh, CEO Mr. Peter Cashin from Imperial Mining Group. And you can see even the conversation there or anything on Google. Just do a, a simple search. And we are moving towards a decarbonization type world, EV is highly important and critical um, rare earth minerals are very important. There's been a list that's been released by the United States government citing 30 very important rare earth minerals. Scandium just so happens to be one of them. The interview that I had with Mr. Peter, CEO Mr. Peter Cashin of Imperial Mining Group is a Scandium pure play. Now, if you put that into context and Quebec government helped aiding with a grant of over 200000 and out of a fund of over $4 million to up this pilot, to help aid in upping this pilot plant for Imperial Mining Group, that's a huge thing. And it's not something to take lightly. And at the same time, if you look at the deal that they have, you know, the partnerships that they have with like Ek Industries and stuff like that and for aluminum. And the fact that Russia and China supply most of the scanium on the planet. These are pure play countries, right, supplying. You have other parts of other countries that, yeah, they may get some out while they're mining for other stuff. But for Imperial Mining Group, it's a pure play. And if you look at the tonnage, it's quite impressive. If you look at the mine life, it's quite impressive. So at the, the price it is now for rare earth minerals, critical rare it, I mean, uh, that's why it's, it's just holding so well. The support level is so incredible throughout all this stuff that's happening. It doesn't matter. Right now we see stuff happening with Russia. Uh, the stock market is like, you know, been horrible and all this kind of stuff. But I, I go to sleep well at night because I have money in Imperial Mining Group. That's something that's, you know, hard to say for a lot of stocks out there. So just imagine the day that they're producing. Imagine the day when the United States finds out about this company or that, you know, like, you know Canada goes, whoa, wait a minute. Look, we got this here and we need this because even Canada is going, they signed an agreement. With the United States in early 2020, uh, 2021, sorry, 2021, about uh, rare earth minerals. This is why there's a big uproar right now over the whole neolithium sale to a Chinese company. They're, they're, the United States is not happy about that. They thought that Canada should have done more. They should have researched it. They don't understand how they could have let neolithium go. Now, naturally, anyone listening out there that loves neolithium is probably saying all the same thing. And I'm saying the same thing. I can't even discuss neolithium. I talk about neolithium and I'm just like, what? What happened? Wait a minute. No, no, it's a, that didn't happen. There's no way it happened. Not for $6.50. Are you kidding me? I mean, go look at any stats. Anyways, look, i <clears throat> got to stop. Because every time I talk about neolithium, I'm just going to go off at the other end. Because I can't believe the sale too. I cannot believe that even Canada authorized it. I was at, you know, I was going, okay, so... For sure, this is going to fail somewhere. I mean, maybe Canada will put stop to because how can you get rid of this gold mine? I mean, but anyways, it went through. So what do you want to do? Anyways, that's just it. We have to let it go. I'm having a hard time letting it go, but we got to let it go. But anyways, for scandium, listen, it's extremely important. You need it in aluminum. It makes aluminum weldable. If not, you're just going to be doing everything in rivets. 
That makes the planes and defense systems of anything, jets or whatever, it makes things heavy. So you need scandium also to make aluminum strong, which is why it makes it weldable, laser weldable. So you need scandium to make the aluminum strong. You, you, you can do castings with it. You know, like, look, uh, right now with Ek Industries, uh, Imperial Mining Group Ek Industries worked on a battery box to make, you know, what holds the battery, the casing, lighter for EVs. Scandiums are needed in fuel cells. You need It's needed in the defense sector in order to have lighter tanks, lighter uh, missiles, lighter jets, and all this kind of stuff, but also for lighter electric vehicles, for lighter planes. Uh, to do what used to be maybe in steel, do aluminum castings in order to replace these heavy parts, whether in electric vehicles, in fuel cells in electric vehicles, and stuff like that. Now, on top of it all, if you look at solid state batteries, they're looking at, and this is something I read of a company, I'll put that up there, Indium, so I-N-D-I-U-M, is being replaced in solid state batteries with scandium. So it's just, it's just a matter of time that this critical rare earth mineral deposit of Imperial Mining Group is just going to be picked up. So it's something to take, you know, to really, really uh, look at. And if memory serves, I believe Mr. CEO uh, Peter Cashin of Imperial Mining Group stated that with um, his previous company, that they took it from six cents, I think it was Quest Rare. Anyways, I'd have to look, but it was from six cents and it went to nine dollars. That can change a person's life at the prices they are at right now. Okay, so Scanium for me is something in these times, Imperial Mining Group in these times is highly important. Um, another company that I find very important that's out there is Eddy, Edison Lithium. Why? They have a huge deposit, 15,000 of it, you know, had gone through a survey and... Um, the geological survey went to like five, 500 meters um, and um, the geophysical survey. And the thing is, is that they saw that there was lithium in that area. Now, naturally, you're going to have to go and excavate. And you're going to have to do the drilling and the whole nine yards. And you have a lot of work to do there to get the samples out and see what they're at and stuff like that. The land size is absolutely insane. Who else has this massive land size? 148,000 hectares, 107,000 in Antofala, and 41,000 in Pipinaco. Um, look, near Catamarca, the, the city right there. So they want. They say that they can do a, a, a they can produce a process, sorry, at the Pipinaco if they want to, or they can do DLE extraction there. And then you have all this in Antofala, which is a known lithium basin. It's um, at these prices, you can pick up a ton of shares um, and just wait and sit on it as you know, you're swinging other stocks or day trading other stocks and stuff. But this is something in the portfolio that you have there and you just go, let them do their work. Let them do the work. I sit back. We know it, you know, 2050 decarbonization. That's not too long from now. Um, you know, by 2030, we're going to have this many EVs on the road. Lithium is soaring until 2030 forget about it it's absolutely it's just in, insane the amount we're going to need so something like eddie at the price that it's at now and, and i always look at that you know like if i look at like companies like lithium chile and you see them at five cents or ten cents at one point everything you're like oh why didn't i get into the den why didn't i get into it well, well i'll tell you why because it was so high risk that you just didn't want to take that chance but the thing is is that if it's five cents you know and you put in like five grand, you you know, and it goes up to what it's going up to now. You're you're pretty much laughing, right? So, yeah, uh, you gotta like you gotta think about these types of things when you're making your investment strategies. So, um, basically, Eddie's another one, and it's been doing really well support wise. I mean, you can go out there and look at a lot of stocks, and then you look at Eddie. Eddie's been holding up really well. So. Imagine when it does start taking off because it supports there. You can see it. It's obvious. Now, um, Talon. Talon uh, metals for nickel. 
I mean, come on, they have a contract with Tesla. In a few years from now, they have to be producing by 2026. I mean, I you know, imagine the pressure on the poor CEO to get this, you know, up and running. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, definitely I would be doing everything on the planet to make sure I do everything right. You know, you got the contract. You got the contract that we're all looking at in 2020. And now all of a sudden, it's like not a big thing anymore. How does that even work? You know, anyone that can remember 2020 and the whole battery day and we're going to give this contract to whatever. And then, you know, you have Giga Metals in there going absolutely crazy. And then you have CNC Canadian Nickel Company going over there. And then you have this whole conversation. Everybody's like, oh, my God, who is it going to be? Invest, invest. And people are going crazy. And then all of a sudden, we know Talon Metals gets the contract. And that's not a big thing anymore. How does that work? It's still a big thing. It's still a big thing. It's just because there's something going on with even the way the media is is delivering stuff. You know, in 2020, it seemed like there was such a hype on the stock market that you couldn't get enough of it. And all of a sudden now, it's just this died down. Why is it? Because everything is red? Talon's not doing that bad. Talon's doing actually quite excellently. They went up to 84, 85 cents, maybe more, 89 probably. They went up to that, that amount and then TD went and bought a whole bunch out at like, I think 72 cents or something like that, okay? So of course the stock is crashing, all right? Because it's going to consolidate. And at the same time as that happening, people are trying to take out their profits because they want to take out their profits. Now they know that the stock's going to come back down. So they take it out. So of course the stock goes all the way down about 60 cents. But look at it. It, it's it's always come trying to come back up. Why? Because people realize that it's not going down to like 40, 30 cents because Elon Musk is in here. Tesla is in here. I mean, let's let's logically look at this. What? So they, you know, they just went and said, OK, here you have the contract. And then they just walked away like, oh, I'm going to go now. I don't think that's what happened. I think some, you know, professionals, you know, experienced people went over there and said, okay, let's look at what you got going on over here. You're great with the community. Okay, that's probably last, right? So the first thing that they did is that they said, let's look at the nickel quality you have here in the content, <clears throat> what you think you can get. And I went, wow, this is really good. This quality, this nickel, this this is exactly what I want. You're pulling out some good grades here. Uh, you got a lot of it. There's a lot more room for expansion all right, let's look at the ESG now. All right, everything looks to be perfect. Exactly what we're looking for. And you're community-oriented, the whole nine yards. What can I ask for more than this? Plus, there's two mines that are the same type that are going out of service by 2026, 2027 because of the fact that they do not, uh, they will be running out of nickel, which puts even more importance on this nickel mine, which is like right in smack dab in the United States, which... Um, just made a deal with Electra, okay, to uh, process the nickel in Canada. So, in Electra, that means Electra, pay attention to Electra there, all right? What, what happened? So, it's not a big play? Where's all the money? Where's all those people from 2020? Where are they all? I mean, those people wanted to be in Talon so badly something's going on not talent so badly excuse me wanted to be part of that big nickel deal that's what i meant to say and talent's the one who has that contract they're the one who got that contract so where are they all let's uh let's get into another uh company that's out there that's um really interesting northern graphite all right northern graphite's another company that's been doing amazingly well with Immerse, they picked up two lands, and one's producing, one's in Nambia, and uh, now they en ended up picking up another one. I think it's Muso. Anyways, you have to do the DD on that, because I'm doing a little bit of a rundown over here today. And Northern Graphite, like Gratomic is great too, don't get me wrong, but I want more shares of something that is doing great, because they're supposed to be like the, Northern Graphite right now is supposed to be like the third largest um, pure, pure producing graphites 
or mines like um, outside of China. Probably, and they say, if I remember correctly, the largest in North in, in America. So how that's a that's a great stock too. Everybody knows graphite's highly important. Graphite's highly important. So and the more that we and you know from graphite you can get graphene, right? It's just it's about the the, the layers the that it, it's about the layers that you know create the graphene, correct? But it comes from graphite. So you're looking at something really big there as well, Northern Graphite. And if you look at the stock, it's been pretty good. Then you have others like Arena. How can you go wrong with Arena? Lithium Play, LAC, Ganfang is involved. Of course, they're going to bring the, the, this company to either producing or just before they produce, when the stock's going to go up, Maybe one of them will buy it. Maybe LSC will buy it, Gangfing will buy it, which means that you need to you need to buy a lot of shares. That's what it means. If you have one thousand shares and it goes to three dollars and fifty cents or whatever, you know, you're 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 gonna make money. You're gonna make money. But the thing that sucks with sometimes with some companies is that you need to buy a ton of shares. You need to have fifty thousand shares, thirty five thousand shares, a hundred thousand shares, if not more, because if it goes up two, three, four dollars, that's a great bargain. Like that's why when you look at NLC, they're like, oh, it's such a great bargain. You know, 650 above premium. Yeah, yeah, because you have millions of shares. And if you have millions of shares at 10 cents and you're selling it for 650, hell yeah, that's a great deal. But for people that are hoping that you're going to produce and you're going to be bringing it to 10 to 20 to $30, no, it's a shit deal. All right. So that's just the way it works. Anyways. So lithium Chile, all right, that's another great stock. I mean, another one, how can you go wrong with it? You have, you know, um, land in Argentina, Antofala, and then you have others in Chile. And so some people say, well, oh, yeah, I know, but we're, they're changing the government, stuff like that. Listen, from, from what I've read and all this kind of stuff, it seems like they might... Um, ask for, let's say, a royalty or something like that, like a tax, a royalty, whatever, on the companies that are already there producing. But what they're just looking to do is is to um, get, you know, their their own governmental company up and running, um, look for, you know, safe environmental um, practices, uh, using less uh, water and stuff like that, and, you know, um, cha changing what, you know, lithium is in the, uh, in the way they see lithium, like the way they classify it, all right? And um, and then bring that on so that they can get, you know, royalties or something like that from for their people. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you're extracting from Canada or if you're extracting from, so some money, you know, going to the government to pay for, I don't know, anything, um, lights, electricity, uh, creating dams, uh, social social needs um it's there right so healthcare, all this kind of stuff right whatever it is the point is is that lithium chili also for me is still a very 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 big and you know what if anybody's going to produce it'd probably be companies like eddie uh, and lithium chili and um, of course you have some other big names out there all right you have some other big names out there um if I try to think of others, Frontier Lithium. Frontier Lithium, that is a really big company as well. Um, Hard Rock, Spodumene, out in Ontario. I, wouldn't, I can't go wrong in that. that is, that's a great, great stock. I, I was in Alpha, um, Alpha Lithium. I just got out because there was a, uh, I had gotten out on the Monday because of the fact there is a, uh, um, Uranium one is involved in them, so of course, naturally, what's going on? I didn't want to do that. So that's that brings me to another uh, uh, segment over here, and it's it sucks, but you know we have to talk about it. There's two other things I want to talk about over here. One is, have you been hearing a lot about COVID? I haven't been hearing a lot about COVID. Listen, I have a ton of apps on my cell phone. I have a ton of apps on my old cell phone, and I'm I'm not getting. I'm not getting, you know, many, many, many things anymore. Plus, with my children in school, the way they've 
changed the system now it's nothing like it was before it's almost it's so difficult to find in like information you have to do go by day anyways it's just it's just different it's just different and the whole feel on it's different right um anyways uh i think the cdc released something about uh, in the, you know in the united states how they classify it now and it's um you know i don't want to say too much but let's put it this way cruise lines are taking a hit right now just because of what's going on overseas but they they stated that they don't really do much over there anyways in russia and the ukraine area so with carnival cruise lines they were saying like we don't even go much over there it's not going to really affect us their bookings are up it's at a very good price right now and if there's not that much talk and my apps aren't going crazy you know, you got to look at it. Now, people are going to say, yeah, but you're crazy, man. I mean, like, look what's happening over there with Russia and stuff like that. Like, you really want me to invest in cruise lines and stuff, like, right now? Well, let's put it this way. At $18 something cents for companies that, you know, will go for, like, $60, $70 a share U.S. That's planning on big expansion in China LNG technology, they're going to be reducing uh, with electric uh, electrification or reducing on their biggest expense, which is gasoline oil. Um, yeah, uh, for me anyways, sure, I'm going to diversify there. I don't really want to invest in something when it's at $40. You know, I mean, this, this is the stock market. This is you got to take calculated risks. You have no choice. Or else you're just gonna always get in at the top. That sucks, and that's good. That maybe I had three points to bring up, but that's another point I'm gonna have to bring up. Actually, I should write this stuff down. So <laughs> I'm probably gonna forget my points. So yeah, so the cruise lines. So let actually let me write this down. All right. So I gotta. I can't. I can't forget what I'm writing over there. And uh, yeah. Okay. So let me write that down. So definitely can't get in at the top because how are you supposed to make money? It gets up shoots back down you're like oh man i always get in when i'm at the top is that what's going on with talon right now with elon musk tesla making a deal with talon i mean that's a great deal the stock is super inexpensive is everybody waiting until 2026 where where is all this are people stuck in in in, in stocks they're all holding bags somewhere. I don't. I don't understand because when you really look at at Talon at sixty something cents, and you think twenty twenty six they're supposed to be producing, they're in with Rio Tinto. You know, um, Talon's gonna have sixty percent. Rio Tinto's forty percent. They have deals for processing with Electra. They have a deal with Talon. I mean, Elon Musk for Tesla. They have the Tamarack, which is huge, which they're, they're expanding. They just did a, a drilling and they were like, oh my God, look at how much we got over here. And they still got a hell of a lot more to go, like to go along. And we have two mines that are like similar type mines that have that kind of quality that are actually going out. They're running out by 2026, 2027. So the thing is, is that if, if, you always get in to stocks when they're being played and are at the top. You you're you're always going to be holding bags. The the whole thing is to get in way before retail and um, uh, co commercial investors, before the big companies get involved, before the big money starts shooting in, before it's being you know it's gaining that momentum. And then you have the retail investors that start flocking in and everything like that. Because if you go with, let's say, certain articles that are written out there that they say, you know, stocks in play and all this kind of stuff. When it says that, go and take a look at how much it's grown over the last few months. And then all of a sudden, it's at this place. It Sometimes it seems to me like those articles come out when a lot of the growth has already happened and who does it benefit not the retail investor 
benefits the companies that are already in. And if that stock goes up a little bit, of course, the companies that are in from the very beginning might take out some shares, put some money on the side, and then all of a sudden the stock starts going down and it starts you know, fluctuating, which then takes a long time for it to go back up. So you have to like sort of guess to get in at, at a support. All these companies here, and 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 um, so basically that uh, that's that was the second point that I want to bring up here is stop investing at the top. Stop investing at the top, and you know what? Um, and it's all about patience, and don't invest more than you can afford to lose. And I'll tell you why. If you invest more than you can afford to lose, what ends up happening is that you're going to need the money. And if you're a bag holder, you're going to pull out the money. You're going to have less money than what you put in. And that's just not a good thing to do. You should be putting in what you could afford to lose. Because that means that you don't, you don't really need that money. You're like, well, okay, if I lose it, I lose it. Which means that you can go on with your everyday life. But if you have stocks that you're saying, okay, I'm in a really good support here on this stock. It's got a lot of potential. Because you're not investing in the play you're investing in the company so you need to know about the company you need to know what the company is about you need to know what scanium is about you need to know how it interacts or it can scanium be replaced with anything else in aluminum no so you have to know these things oh it's good for fuel cells too are you kidding me evs is the big thing solid state batteries that's the future solid state batteries are the future it extends the range it, it it's safe they don't, you know, fuse up and everybody, you know, just goes up in the car like that. Wow. And you mean to, they're, it's replacing indium? Wow. That's it's incredible. So scandium is really important. It makes jets lightweight. It makes planes lightweight because or else it's going to be full of rivets and it's going to be super heavy, which means it's going to consume more gas, which means it's not good for electrification because it's going to be so heavy. So we need to have it lightweight. Oh, so you put scandium in there, and then all of a sudden, now you can laser weld it. My God, we can use it in casting. We can do a whole bunch of things because of scandium. So you have to real. Where does scandium come from? Who's got the, the countries that have it? Well, okay, so with Russia, we have tons of sanctions. So we're not going to get any from Russia. China already said that you know we we're not taking. We said that we're like we're blocking things from China. They were holding back their their rare earth minerals from the rest of the world. So okay, we're not going to get it. From, so where are we going to get it from? So this is not a good play. Think about think about all these things. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that you have to go in there. I want you to do your due diligence. I want you to research, prepare, plan, execute. That's what you have to do, right? Let's see. What other stuff are out there? Um, now, naturally, you should join the Twitter account, all right? Right now, it's uh, we're almost at 300 uh, people. And the Twitter account, uh, I always had it on the side, but I, didn't, I wasn't very active in it. But I'm very active in the Twitter account. And the Telegram, very active in the Telegram, which is all at the top here. If you have your uh, computer, if you don't have it, you have to go into com community and you'll you'll be able to find it up there in the tabs at the top. But let's just go and take a quick look at some of these companies before we end off. All right. So here's Imperial Mining Group. We went through the investor presentation over here. And as you can see, here is our interview on their site. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Uh, Peter Cashin. I appreciate that. Uh, CEO of Imperial, founder, of course, uh, and CEO of Imperial Mining Group. And this is very, very, very important stuff here. I would suggest that you guys come over here and go through everything and learn. Learn what it's about. Like, look at this. It's doing so well. Edison Lithium. Another one over here. Now, Edison Lithium, they just purchased this not too long ago at 13 cents. What an amazing buy-in. Look at the hectares of land. They have the cobalt there still. Um, you know, you have Roger Don, which is, of course, uh, the uh, brother of Dr. Jeffrey Don, who's a you know, senior advisor for Tesla and the whole nine yards. You know, uh, Roger Don is in manganese. Uh, energy uh, corp so manganese x energy like there's a lot of you know even uh nathan rothstein over here uh stated that um in the, there was a, you know of course we can we we're going to try to utilize the resources that we have 
and I think that was when he was talking about, you know, Mr. Don. So it's very interesting stuff. So how can you not take a chance on this type of company? Naturally, you have Lithium Chile. How can you go wrong? Lithium Chile here, you know, uh, you have the um, conference 68,800 hectares in Chile and 23,300 hectares in Argentina. And they are doing great pulling out, um, you know, uh, beautiful amounts of uh, lithium. Now, the Tamarack uh, mine nickel, Talon Metals, Talonrack liquor, low cost nickel producer in the USA by 2026. How can you go wrong? Naturally, they get the um, the deal with <laughs> Elon Musk, Tesla, and um, it's still sitting as such an amazing thing here. It's incredible. So here we they have the recent thing they have reduces the royalty. Talmud executives to speak at the BMO Global uh, Metals and Mining Conference. Uh, climate innovation funding by the U.S. Department of Energy. So you see, they, they already there's there's a lot of interest inside here. And uh, Talon announces 30, 31 new drill holes, which I was talking about at the Tamarack Hill project. And they did really, really, really well. 15.0 meters of nickel, copper mineralization. Talon announced the closing of uh, some deals over here. So this is huge. You should look at that. Now, this is Northern Graphite Corporation. Like this, this stock here, this company here is absolutely insane. And yes, it was the Musso, as I had, I had stated. So I was right about this. And they had purchased... Uh, from Imaris, uh, two different lines. One uh, mine, one producing, one in Nambia. They're going to bring it back online. You know, they already have their own at Bisset Creek over here. Um, so this is an insane stock to own. Um, look, uh, I don't even, I don't even. You you have to go through this. It's incredible. It's just been extremely resilient to uh, the stock market, and now. Uh, you know, the way the stock market's been going on. Now, just check this out over here, guys. This is my, uh, my, my, this is, this is the other part, part uh, last point I wanted to talk to you about. And it is Mullen Automotive. This is a beautiful car that you can reserve now called the Mullen 5. Um, I'm going to go into, uh, this is, they're in, um, I believe it's California. And uh, everything that they do and everything that they own is theirs. It's, it's, it's their product. They have a, a battery that can go 600 miles. So if I go and just take a quick look at, um, at that, let's just take a fast, fast, fast look at um, Mullen over here. So if I go to, uh, give me two seconds here. So let me go to Mullen. Mullen Auto. So it's on the NASDAQ. So let's just get that straight and clear. Um, and they're at after, aftermarket 164, all right, at, at the after hours. But check this baby out over here. All right. EV manufacturer Mullen announces progress on solid state polymer battery pack. Uh, yes, development. Now, of course, my computer is going to act up on me because I'm doing the video. Now, here we go. So EV might, so look at this. Data collective solid state shows impressive result, including a range of 600 plus miles on a full charge and 300 miles of range delivered in 18 minutes with DC fast charging solid state. And they even state that uh, crossway and vehicle prototyping testing set for 2025. Mullen's first generation 5 EV crossover due in late 24 is planned to launch with traditional lithium ion cell chemistry. And they're going to be working on other uh, lithium uh, uh, chemistry batteries and even the, um, the uh, solid state polymer one uh, has lithium inside of it. So that's an insane uh, vehicle. Let's go back over here. Let's see if we can take a look at this vehicle. Let's just go see. So estimated uh, range estimate is 325 on this one over here on the Mullen 5. And um, it's this is uh, the Mullen 5 electric SUV crossover. Uh, and starting price of 55000 upon vehicle order. This is, it's a beaut. It's a four-door. It's it's just a beautiful, it's honestly a very beautiful vehicle. Um 
100, 100 deposit with a credit card. I mean, how can you go wrong with this one? This is, this is, um, that's for that. Okay, so let's just go back. I want to show you, let's see if I can get over here and see something else. Mullen uh, Lounge Point, more information, investing, manufacturing. Let's go and see for the manufacturing over here. So, okay, so I can get this over here. So they have vans as well, which I thought was very, very, very interesting. EV vans. Um, so they have opportunities for different things. Uh, Tunica, Mississippi Advancing Manufacturing Center, located 50 from Memphis, Tennessee, 125 square feet, turnkey engineering facility of 100 acres, uh, manufacturing innovations and validation, ability for light vehicle assembly. Uh, check that out. Mullen is currently working on creating the necessary infrastructure and required machinery to support large-scale electric vehicle production, which will begin in Q3 of 2024. Um, at these prices, all we have to do is invest and see what's going to happen, of course. Uh, if you look at Solo and if you look at other vehicles, it looks like it's a, a very great price right now. All right. Basically, what Mullen... So I was in Neo at like uh, $3, I think it was, when it was when they were, before it shot up. Um, I was at Neo at like $3. Was it LAC? I think Neo was actually cheaper than that. I think LAC was $3. Anyways, my memory's fading here, 2020, right? So uh, we've been through so much. How the hell are you supposed to remember anything? But um, if you think about it, Anything goes sideways, right? With these um, vehicles like Neo, um, Liato, X Bang. Um, look at what happened to the, the stock market with the the Russians, right? Look at look look what's going on. What's going on? Um, I I love you know honestly I really like these cars. I think Neo is absolutely beautiful. I really like Xpeng as well. Lee Auto is nice too. Look, they're they're all nice vehicles. But I find that the risk is really high. Uh, I really do. I do. When you really look at things and how fast you could just, you know, the Russian stock market, what's going on, how easy it is to, to just you know. I'm I'm thinking that maybe locally investing in stuff like car you know vehicles like mullen which is you know also has batteries that are doing these kind of ranges and are willing to work on batteries to get extended ranges like this because hey 600 mile over over 600 plus miles that's like close to a thousand kilometers that's incredible so uh, and they're they're DC fast charging, 18 minutes, you get over 300 miles. That's that's extremely impressive. So when you look at Mullen, at 164, $1.64, 2024 is in two years from now. Listen, do you remember when, and, and I, I, it's, now it's going to be easy for the ones that are watching this that are maybe not over 30 years old, all right? Anyone that over 30 years old, I find anyone that, I think when you start hitting about 35, perspective of time changes, especially over 40, and then probably just gets worse as you go on. I'll let you know. I'll find out, all right? Yeah, so basically, um, when you first heard about COVID in January, and you heard that's in China, this thing, people were falling down. Do you remember that? seems like a long time ago yesterday two years went by like that gone gone just gone it's over like you can't get back the past what it is is what it is it's over done that's it all right you can only live for right now hoping for a you know a better tomorrow that's it so when you think about it 2022 already March 2024 is in two years. Two years. 
what does it take to put in five, two thousand, one thousand, ten thousand now to wait ten years, right? So if you put in what you could afford to lose and you're waiting ten years and these guys start delivering the Mullen five crossover, their battery that has ranges of like a thousand kilometers almost. Now think about the old the OGs, right? I call them the old, the old, old vehicle manufacturers like Ford, Stellantis. Now, okay, uh, I think it's Chevy and another one that grouped up. You look at all these old gangs, old gangsters, right? Like the old OGs um, in the car manufacturing industry, and their ranges are not—they're not doing this. Mullins range, all right. Just the battery alone, the range is better than Lucid's, better than Lucid Auto. So how is that 164? Now, if you look back, when they went onto the NASDAQs, it shot above $10, right? It was at pretty high, it was, it was pretty high to stock, which also means that there's a lot of people looking at that stock in the past that managed to bring it up there. Now, people took out their, uh, naturally took out their profits that they had that the money that they made, some shorted the stock hard, some people got out, whatever. It went below a dollar. But if what the uh, corporation is stating to be factual, that's an insane battery. That's amazing technology. And that's a beautiful car. So why wouldn't another company come out and try to buy out this company? I mean, if I was another company and I wanted that kind of battery range, I would approach them for sure. I'd be like, okay, look, let's make a deal. I'm interested in the battery, right? And the car is pretty damn nice too, so I'll take the car too. But what do you want? Because a lot of these other companies are working on trying to extend the range of their batteries. Whereas you have this, this company that's getting their only their car out in 2024 that's got this battery that's going over 600 plus miles and already on the mullen you have the one that's coming out at 300 and something miles which puts it above 500 kilometers 500 about 515 kilometers and stuff like that when you look at risk the risk basically is the financials of the company right which everybody should do their own due diligence i'll have a video on that but that's what you're basically looking at is the financials of the company and transparency. That's it. That's all, which is normal for all companies, correct? Financials, transparency, direction, macroeconomics. Is this industry going to be doing well in the long term or is it an industry that's going to do, you know, is going to go on a decline? Naturally, electric vehicles, lithium, solid state batteries, right? So we know what the direction it's going in. So it comes down to the microeconomics it comes down to the fundamentals of the company transparency. That's what it comes down to. And you look at risk, if putting that aside, if you're looking at cash and a whole nine yards, and if I believe on, for Mullen, they hit uh, an eight uh, cent earnings per share. I think it was like 14 on the one before that. And then the last one was eight cents and they're in the green. So are they met or exceeded? So it's very good just for that alone, right? When you look at that. So when I look at risk in between the Asian stocks and I'm looking at Mullen and I'm looking at Lucid, let's say like all these, you know, these vehicles that have these long ranges, you know, long ranges like this 600 plus mile battery. And I'm looking at old car manufacturers that are trying to gain this type of technology. It looks like Mullen has a good future. So, at these prices, I wouldn't even hesitate. Sure, today it went up over, you know, uh, I think it was over 100%, okay? But the thing is, is that it can go up even tomorrow over 100% again because it's dirt cheap when you think about the technology that they have and that they're going to be producing in two years. It's, it's dirt cheap. You can reserve the vehicles right now. It, for me, it's, it's all about the battery, right? I mean, if 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 a, if a car company comes out with a beautiful car, but I'm only getting, you know, 50 miles on the battery, well, no one's buying that. 
but you're talking over 600 plus miles. You know, you're offering the Mullen right now crossover, which is beautiful, at over 321 miles, over 515 kilometers. And then the other one's like near a thousand kilometers, if not surpassing, if it's 600 plus miles. That's insane technology. Plus, you're still going to continue working on the, um, the, the, the technology. Plus, you have the manufacturing plant that you already you already have everything there, basically. You're just waiting to get everything. You know, things are naturally you're building up the company to get it ready to go. Yeah, man, it's pretty hard. So for me, Mullen's very attractive. In my opinion, those are some great stocks for some support. And when the stock market is going to shoot up, you know, on the great on the great days and stuff like that, um, these companies pulling out samples, going to production, um, naturally with big investors one day coming in and stuff like that, at the levels that they're at now, it's um, it's hard to beat. All right, so everybody remember, research, prepare, plan, execute, stay strong, everyone, to the next one. Hello to everyone out there, just taking two seconds of your time and asking you to hit the subscribe and the like button. I'd like to also direct you to betweenplays.com, www.betweenplays.com, where we put up many different articles. We have three different writers at the moment, and we're trying to up the uh, authors. And um, go to our Twitter account for like really quick uh, information at betweenplays1, and um, we'll be able to uh, get people to you know pre-market information and whatever comes along that. You know, it's important to uh, macroeconomics, microeconomics. As we say here, our motto, research, prepare, plan, execute. Uh, always do your due diligence and um, stay strong, everybody. Stay strong.